I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Except you're not with Boyd today. You're here with me, Leah Murray, and my friend Greg Scordas. Greg, now we're going to chat. What I love about KSL. This is a fun one. Yeah, yes. but there's like Christmas trees everywhere. I know, I know. And it's December, and it's like happy and just big smiles. Um, it's officially December. No more arguing about whether we should be singing the carols. Today is December 1. We should be singing those carols. Go ahead. Um so, and with that in mind, I have children, and I want them to have a fabulous Christmas filled with joy, but not children everywhere all over the planet, you know, has that privilege, right? And we're lucky to be joined today by Cindy Merrill, who's the organizer of Operation Engel. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. I, I really appreciate you having me. Yeah. So you tell us, like, who is this candy bomber, and what is it we're talking about? <laughs> um. His story is incredible. He was a pilot um, post-World War II um, from from Utah, um, grew up in, in a small town just a little bit north in Garland. Um, and he was one of the first pilots to get called into the Berlin airlift. Um, so 1948, the Soviets blockaded the city, um, and they wanted the Allies out. So the United States and France and Britain in response said, hey, we're not playing your game. Um, they started airlifting supplies. And Colonel Halverson, on one of his missions, saw these children. I think there was 30. And they were at the gate. They were looking at the planes coming in and out. And he went over and talked to them. And it, he was just inspired because these children had lost a lot. They lost a lot in the war. A lot of them didn't have dads. And... He didn't have much to give him. He only had two sticks of gum. And he gave him the two sticks of gum and said, you know what, I'm coming back tomorrow. Uh, So he went back to his unit. He created these makeshift parachutes out of rations, candy rations, and and people's handkerchiefs. And he started dropping them from the plane. He got away with it for a couple of days, and the CO busted him. <laughs> and he said, "Look, if we're, yeah." And and he said, "You know what? If we're going to do this, we're going to do this legitimately." And um, it became a it became kind of a movement. Um, there was a small town in Chicopee, Mass, that started um, creating these parachutes and candy, and then Hershey got on board. Um, I want to say he dropped over two hundred fifty thousand pounds between nineteen forty eight and forty nine. But I, I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Um, but it, it was it was amazing because it, it wasn't just candy. He he dropped um, little pieces of like peace and hope. Yeah. And 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 that's that's the message. Um, there is a lady. Her name is Mercedes Wild, and she's a good friend of the Halverson family. She was one of the children that received the candy. And I, I've had the pleasure of meeting her in Berlin, and um, she still has the parachute from 1948. Oh, that's the candy. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. I love that. That's amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the candy wrappers, the parachute, the letter that Colonel Halverson wrote, 
And she kept it all of these years. And she finally, I think, met him in the 80s. And um, that's the impact that he had on these these children. So, so, so Cindy, yeah. tell us about your organization and how you're running with it. And I'm assuming that we're, you're talking about helping uh, children in Berlin and Ukraine. You're not going to drop them out of – you're not going to drop things out of aircraft, no. are you? How's, what's <laughs> no, the, what's the modern wish. candy bomber look like? <laughs> This, this, right. I, I wish that would be quite amazing if we could. Um, unfortunately, it's a no-fly zone at the moment. Um, so the NGO that um, orchestrated the first airlift that we did in, in back in the end of March, it was a 12,000-pound airlift, um, they received all of our supplies at, um, are you ready for this, in Spendenbrook um, in Tempelhof, uh, air base, which is where Colonel Hoverson right. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, they received everything. They're going to receive our supplies in Amsterdam. So we're going to um, airlift them to Amsterdam. They're going to pick up our supplies, um, the toys and the candy. They're going to bring it back to um, Tempelhof. They're going to put it in Christmas boxes. Um, and then a majority is going to go into Ukraine via um, cars and trucks. Um, two hospitals, for sure, are going to be receiving some of it. Um, some makeshift or- orphanages outside of Kiev. Um, they've been at this for for about eight or nine months, so they have their um, they have a pretty good network and where everything is going to go. And then a small percentage is going to go into uh, Berlin. So um, they have five refugee camps that a parent company runs. Uh, I've had the pleasure of going to, to those and seeing the kids. Um, and the, the boxes are going to go to those children as, as well. So, Cindy, can so, you tell me why you're so involved? Like, I'm wondering, you're the organizer of this kind of modern <laughs> version of it, but what, what drew you to it? Why are you, why are you doing this? Um. I went to the I went to Colonel Halverson's funeral, and um, I was there to help watch his stuff um, as a guest for the Daughters of American Revolution. So I heard bits and pieces of his um, his funeral, but I walked out of there with a sense of he was amazing, and I wish I had known him. Um, I wish I'd known his story earlier. And then a couple of days later, when um, Russia invaded Ukraine, it really just kind of solidified, like, we've got to keep his legacy going. Um, And and his family, especially his daughters, Denise and Marilyn, have been very supportive, and they want to express their gratitude to to everyone, to you as well, for kind of telling his story and and keeping it going, because... You know, we all are taking a part in this and continuing his his story and legacy. But I, I was just inspired. Like I I feel like this is something we've got to keep going. Right. <laughs> I, Cindy, yeah. I need to ask you this. And by the way, we're joined this afternoon by Cindy Merrill, organizer of Operation Angle. How can our listeners participate in this? How can people help help your organization out? Sure. So they we have two wish lists created, Walmart um, and Amazon, which is on a website, Operation Ingle, that um, I can, can also send to, to the radio station. Um, they can also, like, 
we were kind of tossing around the idea of children writing notes. So um, if elementary schools wanted to write write notes and Christmas greetings, um, I'd be happy to, to pick them up, you know, throughout the city. So, Cindy, um, if they like if someone Googled Operation Engel, E-N-G-E-L, would they find the, the website you're talking about? That is a very good question. Um, <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I gotcha. We're gonna. I'm gonna be very honest. Um, I have just been sending the links into, okay. um, but we're also on uh, Instagram. Okay. So I created an Instagram account, Operation Angle. Um, I. Yeah, that is a very good question yeah, because we'll I've been just sending it into the people that are interested. And then they've been ordering accordingly. And is it but, financial support um, that you that you need? I mean, I have not created a GoFundMe page or anything. Um, if people wanted to donate cash, um, I can I can figure that one out and put a GoFundMe associated with it. Um, that's a very good idea. Or <laughs> gift cards. Gift yeah. cards would be great. Absolutely. Um, I was just kind of thinking, you know, I I can. Um, I can ship up to, I think, 10,000 pounds uh, via aircraft. So I was thinking, well, um, we'll just take anything tangible and and um, put it on put it on the plane. But, yeah, I mean, we, we won't turn, <laughs> turn down cash. Um, we can put it uh, in the Spendenbrook, the NGO's name. So I can put that up on the website. Okay. Let's do it. Make for it that we listeners. can find it when we Google it. Right. <laughs> Angle. E N G E L. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to um, do a crash course in SEO That's optimization. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on Inside Sources and best luck to you, Cindy. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. When we come back after the break, problems with the pandemic and loneliness. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.